It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Straw Hut Media. I had my, my French accent for English speaking, like, so good, so good for a while that I like fooled a few people in bars into buying me drinks. Oh. And I, I found that like the best way to fool people was to ask them to explain how tipping culture works to me as if I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they would like go on and explain like, you know, it's just like you like tip about a dollar per drink and other things are a percentage, but like at a bar, just like, you know, a dollar per drink. And I would complain about it the way that I've always heard every European do. <laughs> and eventually half the time I would say, they'd be like, you know what, dude, I want to buy you a drink. And like, can I get a taste of what you would say? Give me a little bit. Okay, let me see if I can get into it. Um, I'd say like, um, like I'm from France and uh, we don't really do uh, the tipping so much. So I need uh, an explanation. <laughs> do I add uh, $1, $2? And I would... <laughs> the greatest thing I've ever heard. And I did, then I just have to... If anyone ever hears that, I am so sorry to every French person that I've ever met <laughs> that I just yeah. did a caricature of you. No, I loved that. And I think but our it, listeners will love that, except for the people that have bought you drinks and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I heard this interesting podcast. Well, hello, Mike Amico. <laughs> hey, Kelsey Lerman Gennard. Oh, my God. How are you doing today? I'm great. You know what I love that I realize that we do every time we're about to start? We take a deep breath and pause and smile and stare. And smile and stare at each other with our hands in the air for a minute. Like, I don't know what we think is about to happen, oh but this is how God. we get in. <laughs> and then and then we say hello. And then we say hello and we ask each other how we're doing. And it the answer hasn't changed in the last eight weeks. Nope. We are still living in Groundhog's Day. Groundhog Day. Um, oh, my God. So funny you it, say that, actually. I listened to a very interesting podcast this week. Uh, what? The Rewatchables, which we did uh, for oh, yeah. Sarah Marshall. They they did Groundhog's Day. They're like, this is the ultimate quarantine movie. Yeah, I watched this in quarantine with my roommate, Alex. Stop it. I so it nearly text you saying, would you want to do another Rewatchables on this podcast? And I was going to pick Groundhog's Day, but I wasn't sure if it was a movie that resonated with you or not. Oh, I love that it's movie. It's so good. And um, Alex had never seen it. So I got to like watch it for the first time Phil? through him, you know? Phil? Yeah. <laughs> Bill Simmons would just regularly do that on the... Phil? Phil? 
so if you're hearing a clunky intro <laughs> about uh, podcasts, then you know that you're here for another episode of So I Heard This Interesting Podcast, the podcast about podcasts. And since we were just talking about Bill Murray last night, I actually watched the Bill Murray documentary on Netflix. Stop it! They they mentioned it, that documentary in the Rewatchables episode. I I don't even think I knew that documentary existed. What's it called again? I didn't either. And I don't remember. Like the legend of Bill <laughs> Murray or something with legend in it, maybe? I don't know. I'm making that yeah, up. Yeah, I, I don't know the title offhand, but it was so enjoyable. What? It is like the most feel-good thing give me you could like possibly a, watch. Give me your elevator pitch. Like five sentences on it. Go. It's... <laughs> oh, God, so much pressure. Um, it's like... <laughs> Looking at all the, the like the legends of like Bill Murray's interaction with strangers. That's okay. Yes, that's what they were saying. It's about like someone's like, yeah, he showed up. I had a house party. He showed up and was there till like four in the morning. It's like sort a of random like, party. It's like re- reporting on all of those, like following up to see like to make sure they're actually true. And they all are. I and love that it's so just much. like everyone talking about what an experience it was and how like Bill Murray can like teach us how to live a better and more engaged life. Oh, my God. Because he lives a a yes and life of like, I don't know, let's just go and see what happens. Totally. Like real life. Yes, man. And it was was so good. Like I just saying yes to experiences. Yeah. 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 I felt so like warm and fuzzy afterwards. I can't even tell you. Um, Kelsey, it is your week this week. What are you telling me about? So do you know who Nick Kroll and John Mulaney are? Yes, I just did a Google search on John Mulaney to make sure I was putting like the right face to the right name. Um, And yes, I do know who both of these people are. Incredible. So uh, for everyone else, they you would know them together from Oh, Hello. And you would also know them from <laughs> Big Mouth, the the animated series on Netflix. There's been two or three seasons. They're the, the vocal leads of that show. Like they play best friends. I forget their names now. It's Nick and... What is Nick's friend's name? What's the other main guy? Oh, I don't... It's like Tom Not or important. something. I don't know. But I know who you're talking about. Yes. They play the main characters, but the Nick Roll also voices like... I think he said this on the Conan O'Brien podcast, like over a hundred other characters. Like he's some of the other main characters and then just like bit characters in each episode he voices. So he's like a very incredible voice actor that I I, I didn't quite know that until I listened to the Conan pod. Um, but... Yeah. Oh, keep going. Well, most most animated shows, if you look at the credits, like if you IMDb them, totally. every voice actor on there is playing like five to 20 characters. Totally. It's uh, it's so amazing. It's so amazing. It is amazing. Uh, yeah. So so Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, they had um, I did a little bit of research because I. OK, so I had heard about the, the Broadway show. Oh, hello. It's now on Netflix. It's a special on Netflix. It's like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, okay. I was just watching this before we started because I had wanted to see it. So I got through like probably three quarters of it before we had to start this podcast recording. Um, <laughs> so I can verify that three quarters of it are very good. <laughs> but Potheads, you, we might be be chronic crammers. Yeah. This, uh, <laughs> right procra- before procrastination nation. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's us. Um, I want you, since you're on your computer, look up a picture of them with Oh Hello. So you can see the the character makeup that they are in. Okay. He's hacking into the mainframe as we speak. You know, I've I've learned from hacking movies that a mainframe is the last place you want to store anything because people just hack right oh, in there. Oh, people, no mainframe is safe. That's for sure. Whoa. Look at these okay, two. Okay, so... 
you can you can see now these pictures of them. They're like in both in hilarious old age makeup and these wild yes. old man costumes, right? So yes. these yes, are yes, their yes. characters. Nick Kroll is playing a guy named Gil Faison, and then John Mulaney is playing someone named George St. Geegland. And they are both like <laughs> 70 year old men that live in the Upper West Side of New York. George St. Geegland is John Mulaney's character. He's a playwright, and Gil Faison is an actor. And so they, they like way a long, long time ago when Nick Kroll had the, the Kroll show, these were characters that they played on that show, oh, like okay. a reoccurring, just like sketch comic, like sketch <clears throat> between the two of them playing these characters. Then okay. that evolved, like they would go to like, uh, I forget, like a comedy cellar or something in New York and had like a weekly spot where they like, and like built these roles, like reoccurring and like really fleshed out the characters and the relationship to one another. And then eventually they got their own Broadway show called Oh Hello on Broadway. And that is so fun. It's so funny. So I just was watching the the Broadway special. So the the special on Netflix is like, an hour and 45 minute filmed performance of their live show of the Broadway show. Okay. Definitely going to watch that. Yes. Highly recommend. So it's, it's, it's very like inception E cause it starts with the two of them, like backstage in their characters. Like they never break character. They're always Gil and George and they're like getting ready to go out on stage. They come out on stage and they're talking about how they've always like how George is a playwright and like they're working on, I mean, it takes a long time to get to this because they're just like one liners. It is so hilarious. And their accents are crazy. That's why I said it's called Oh Hello, <laughs> the podcast, because they always like if there's a word that's two syllables. It's always the emphasis is on the second syllable when it should be the first. Like midnight would be uh, midnight or like twilight, twilight. Like it's always <laughs> the second syllable. It's They with, put the, the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yes, is that what you're saying? Constantly, constantly. <laughs> It's so funny. And they have these like hybrid Jewish New Yorky accents. Like water is always like water, water, or the, the audience, the audience. Like it's, it's wild. Um, so their Broadway show is the two of them talking about how they prepared a show. And then the curtains draw back and they're on stage and they're like to explaining to the audience where the different set pieces came from. And then they like start, <laughs> they start their performance, like their show that they wrote, but they're constantly breaking from the, the story and are like talking to one another or talking to the audience. And then they, they did 138 performances on Broadway of the show. And there's a scene. That's a long run. Long run. There's a scene where they're sitting. <laughs> again, it's like a story within a story within a story. There's there. They have a, a take a talk show or a game show within the story. That's called too much tuna. And in the show <laughs> too much tuna, they, they have a, a, a celebrity from the audience come and it becomes like a little improv between the three of them. So on the special it's Steve Martin, but like on the Conan, what? on Conan's podcast, Conan talked about how he did it. One episode, they had John Oliver, like a lot of these like talk show hosts, go on yeah. it and they're like on the show too much tuna within the Broadway show that these two people have within the Broadway show. It's like, 
wild but it's so so funny well, and, and how do you keep track of that it's it's very hard you don't really have to like that's the thing it's like you don't keep you don't need to keep track just like listen and laugh yeah, you matter. know what i mean it does not you're not really connecting plot points but the funniest part this is the part that i just watched before i cut off to join you was they're on the show too much tuna which is like a prank show and suddenly from the ceiling after they like talking with steve martin for like four like five minutes and then from the ceiling suddenly lowers a plate that has a tuna sandwich that has i'm not kidding like eight <laughs> inches of tuna stacked on it like oh just way that's too, making me nauseous just like way too much tuna on the sandwich and they like <laughs> get steve martin to eventually say like that's too much tuna and then they get up and like start dancing like a little old man dance like you just got pranked you had too much tuna i don't know how the show ends like i'm so eager to finish and see how they piece how they cobble together the rest of the story again like the plot does not matter it's just the two of them in these characters and it's so funny they're like you know they have some like racist comments they're like very inappropriate because they're just like old men but it's so so funny so i had known about oh hello the broadway show just because i follow like nick kroll and john malay follow them both on instagram i like watch a lot of shows that they're in i love big mouth so i knew about them yeah yeah, i've watched like one and a half seasons of Big Mouth, and it's very funny. It's so so funny. Okay, so actually, to give you a uh, an idea, um, Nick Kroll's voice uh, as Gil Faison is basically the coach on uh, on Big Mouth. Can you imagine the coach? I cannot bring the coach's voice to my mind right now. It's but like very sure squeaky. The- like it's got the accent. He goes up high sometimes, and it's like very gra- <laughs> like it's just what it's like. Probably throughout this podcast, I may inadvertently try to do an impression because some of the lines are so funny, but it won't be funny not in the accent. So I might. Oh, I can't wait for that. I might try, but I also might chicken out because it's just not going to be good. But we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, for those. We're playing a lot with accents and voices on this show today. A lot of accent work today. It's um, not a safe space for me. I don't feel comfortable. I do not feel comfortable in this space. Um, But for those that have seen Big Mouth, imagine the coach because that is basically the voice of Nick Kroll. And then John, it's like John Mulaney is almost his same character on Big mouth but like older and like a little bit more jewish um so so i after listening to the conan o'brien podcast i find out that they have this oh hello the podcast where the two characters host a podcast and i was like okay i'm interested in that it kind of immediately reminded me of um how anchor how will ferrell did an anchorman podcast where like he's in character the whole time so I was curious. I listened to maybe one episode of the Anchorman podcast and I liked it, but didn't brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I wasn't like, I gotta keep listening just because it, I, I don't know. It, it was, Ron Burgundy's a little too much for me. Exactly. It's He's very one note and it's super funny in the movies, but in the podcast, I was just like not quite as interested. But what got yeah. me super <laughs> interested in the, oh, hello, the podcast was what what they're doing with it. So I'm going to redo the tagline. Okay. 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 
She was the people's princess and they were two men who hung out at Dwayne Reed. But now worlds have collided from the stars of Oh Hello on Broadway and the videotaped version of Oh Hello on Broadway comes a podcast on the life and death of Princess Diana. It's also a podcast on the life and loves of George St. Geegland, Oh Hello on Broadway, TED Talk Submission, and Charmed, I'm sure, Gil Faison, Oh Hello on Broadway, Network Commercial Web Only, Can Do Friend Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) That was like such a mouthful of nonsense. I know. I know. So basically, it's the two of them wanting in their characters, always in their characters. They're never Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. They are Gil Faison and George St. Geeglin. They want to start their own (laughs) podcast on Princess Diana, (laughs) on the life and death (laughs) of Princess Diana. So again, it's sort of like a podcast within a podcast. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing with that same sort of idea. Exactly. Playing with the same sort of idea. And so I was just very delighted. I didn't expect that. I just thought it was going to be like the two of them struggling with a podcast, which it absolutely is the two of them struggling with a podcast format. (laughs) But I love the added hilarity of them trying to do an exploration of a topic like the life and death of Princess Diana. Yeah. Um, I mean, something that's like pretty serious. Pretty serious and has absolutely been done before <laughs> at multiple times. So, okay. So episode one, it's called episode one overture. It starts with them calling Ira Glass. So they get on the phone with the Ira Glass. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, Ira Glass. I've listened to two and a half episodes and Ira Glass has been strongly featured in pretty much all of them, which was a surprise and a delight. Um, yeah, Absolutely. So it opens and they're on the phone with Ira and they're asking him like, what do you, what do you do for a living? And he says, I make podcasts. And they're like, how would you like another one? Um, (laughs) So they're basically pitching their podcast to Ira Glass. Um, And at this, what's nice is in the beginning, it it does play little snips from their Broadway show. So I like, it was helpful because it kind of gave like just a, audio context like what their show was like and after watching the Broadway show like it, it it made a lot of sense so they play like little clips where they're explaining who they are so um John Mulaney as George St. Gleeglin says in the Broadway show and on the podcast like the excerpt they play is of course you all know me as George St. Gleeglin hush because everybody starts laughing so he hushes it hush i'm the type of man you would catch at a party going through the coats i'm neither jewish nor a woman but like many men over the age of 70 i have reached that point in my life where i am somehow both (laughs) and then going through the coats i'm the type of man you would catch at a party going through the coats oh are you that's what's so funny is throughout the broadway show they're like they're constantly making these like metaphors like for one of them with Gil Faison, they're like, he's the guy that you run into at the vitamin aisle of any grocery store. <laughs> just like, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, you know exactly who that person is. Like, I don't know why it does not surprise yeah. me seeing an old man like rifling through the coats at a party. Um, but when they, when Nick Kroll does his, he says, charmed, charmed, I'm sure that's his line. He's always charmed. I'm sure I'm Gil Faison. I love that line. Charmed. I'm sure I'm Gil Faison. I'm a Tony award viewing actor. I look like if Steven Spielberg hadn't made any money and he kind of does. (laughs) Um, What a description. What a description. So it plays those little clips of them and Ira. So again, they're on the phone with Ira and he says, wait, you guys are making a podcast and Gil and George, they're both like, uh, the three of us are going to make a podcast. We'd like to cut you in and you're welcome. 
So Ira's in um, and he asks what it's about. And they say, where were you when Princess Diana died? And he says, I have no idea. And then so the, 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 the music throughout this whole podcast is the serial music, like the music from serial. So it's like very serious music. So like the music starts playing as they're like setting up talking about like Princess Diana. Um, and so, so Ira, so as the, once they say, like they set it up that they want to do a, a podcast about Princess Diana, then Ira starts talking, right? He's like asking, you know, so what's the story? Like you want to talk about Princess Diana, but like, you've got to make it different. Like you've heard people, like he starts going on, right? As he's going on, you hear the audio, like his audio dial down really quiet. <laughs> and then suddenly it's Gil on saying, hey, George, today's show is sponsored by Subway Sandwiches. And then they do an ad read for Subway, for Subway, Subway Sandwiches. <laughs> I could listen to you do that voice all day long. It's terrible. I mean, it's undoubtedly terrible, but I have to try so you can like kind of you get an idea. You have to try. Have to try. So at the at the very top of the podcast, the the like there's a producer, a woman that comes on, and she says like there are no sponsors for this podcast, um, but like Gil, <laughs> Gil and George would like you guys to donate money to like the you know medical aid in New York City. So like you know, there's no real sponsors throughout. Every episode, they're constantly <laughs> dialing people down, cutting them off, and saying, "Today's show is sponsored by Quiznos sandwiches." Quiznos. That's so. It's, funny. it's so funny. It happens like multiple times, and it I like laugh out loud every time because one, they're just ra- like they get more and more random. The ads that they're doing, and they're not real ads. Well- and they're kind of they're 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 making fun of like the podcasting platform, right? With like especially bringing on Ira Glass and the the music from Serial, and like as a pop culture thing, ad reads are such a part of the podcasting totally, experience. Totally, like we we all know what Squarespace is because we've listened to a thousand ads on different podcasts totally. for Squarespace. Totally. And it's so funny they like recognize that. Exactly. Like, well, play it doesn't matter it. if we have sponsors. Like we gotta no, do the ad reads are just part of the experience. <laughs> totally. And it, it's so I think it's it was fun that I listened to the pot. I listened to these episodes before watching the the special on Netflix, but I would say watch the special first to give you more of a context of who the characters are. Because after yeah. watching that it's it makes even more sense and it's even more hilarious that they like they don't care what their guests are saying. Like they're not there to listen to the guests. They're there to host their podcast. <laughs> I, just, I love the idea of just slowly <laughs> dialing someone's phone. It just like gets quieter and quieter into the background. Then it's like, hey George, today's show is sponsored. Sponsored by Subway Sandwiches. Um, oh man, that's so funny. So so yeah, so then it cuts back to Ira. Um, and so again, he's like, What's the story? And George is like, everything about Princess Diana. And Ira's like, Don't you think that's already been told? And Gil's like, not like we're gonna do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and George is like, not in a podcast, I don't think. So like they clearly don't know that. There's well, they a, clearly haven't listened to So exactly. I Heard This Interesting Podcast because we have talked about we it. We have talked about Fatal Voyage, Princess Diana. Fatal Voyage. Truth Revealed or whatever. So there are a thousand Princess Diana podcasts, which is why it's so funny that they want to tell this story themselves. Um, so what's so funny is so then Ira suddenly is like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I got to go. I'm getting a call from one of my colleagues. And they're like, who? And he's like, Sarah Koenig. And they're like, oh, yeah, of course. we like her more than you. Like, can you? 
add us to the call. So then Sarah's patched in, which is again, just amazing. And like Sarah and Ira are playing it so straight. They're doing a really good job, like talking to them as if they're really genuinely like these are like these trying to like help them create this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like, like guide them exactly, through the process. Exactly. So, so Gil's like, we got a big story we want to <clears> tell, <throat> but we want to tell it in an intimate way. And then George is like, but also in an explosive way. So <laughs> intimate and explosive. Uh, and they're trying to pitch the idea to her. Um, they're like, what's the biggest thing that's happened in the last 20 years? And she's like, uh, like 9-11. And I was like, maybe like the internet. And they're like, <laughs> you can tell they're like, all right, scrap that. Where were you when Princess <laughs> Diana died? And she's like, again, doesn't really have an answer. Uh, so then again, Sarah like starts giving more advice. And then suddenly, today's show is sponsored by Quiznos Subs. <laughs> Like, oh man, I cannot wait to listen to it's this. It's like every single time they get into something, a person gets into an answer. It's dialed out by an ad. Um, <laughs> so the one thing that was kind of an interesting like narrative or like storyline that played a role in the second episode, and I'm curious, I'm saying it now because I think there's a chance it'll probably play a through line throughout, but why they want to do Princess Diana um, that was a question that Ira and, and Sarah both had, and Gil, so again, Nick Kroll, says that he's been a royalist for the last 50 years, and he has every plate put out by Diana and Prince Charles. Every plate, like dinner plate. <laughs> And so he, okay. ex he explains that Gil had fallen in love with a girl named Naomi, a British girl. Um, they traveled around London and then came back to the States. So, but so he's like painting this picture that he was in love with this girl. They're back to the States. But then uh, once she's back, George was able to provide some insight into me that she probably wasn't the right fit for me. So then he breaks up the relationship um, which again, it, it's like a random detail, but they talk about it again in the next episode. Sarah calls back at the top of the next episode and was like, I want to hear more about Naomi. Like almost like Sarah's like doing a reverse. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like this is the narrative. Like this is the story. I'm interested to know, like, tell me about her. Um, and again, he's like, uh, he, they met on, um, uh, Gil had won tickets to the Moody Blues booze cruise and they really connected over their shared love <laughs> of Moody Blues. Um, but again, he came he, <laughs> Moody, Moody the, Blues and Booze. The Moody Blues and Booze. But he gets back to the States and George is just like, does not like her. And you hear George pipe in like, oh, that girl, like hated that girl. Uh, but in any case, <laughs> it was meeting Naomi that he started collecting these Princess Diana and Prince Charles plates. And he said that he would look down and think, this is the people's princess, you know? And then, and so that's what it, because of the plates. Because of the plates, he just looked down, and thought, "This is the people's also, princess." You know, I'm not familiar with this plate thing. Is this? Oh, well, you know, like this is a, a known thing. I mean, I didn't know about plates specifically with Princess Diana, but you know, like people collect like spoons. People collect okay. a collectible, yeah. so I imagine that there was probably like a royal collection of like you know tea plates or uh, some sort of dishware. That's why I, I went with it. I didn't question. I went with it. Okay, I'll go with it too. Yes. But in any case, it was like something so small and arbitrary, like looking down at these plates that made him want to start a podcast <laughs> about Princess Diana. So they say uh, it ends with them being saying, oh, hello, the podcast, the life and death of Princess Diana, a.k.a. Die Town, presented by This American Life. So they just ended as if... Die Town? Die Town. <laughs> presented by This American Life. So it ends with them being like, 
And we're working with Ira Glass and Sarah Koenig, even though Ira and Sarah <laughs> Who, were both like, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing they have not committed to this. No, every, well, every time they talk, they got caught off by an ad read and they were just like, I don't understand why you want to do this. And like, it's been done. Um, so I listened to the next episode, which I'll, I'll just kind of gloss over quickly. Um, but the second episode, it starts with them being like, okay, so great. We got a little sidetracked with Ira and Sarah. Like they're trying to give us all the, you know, find a story what's your motivation blah 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 um all that bullshit all that bullshit they're like that was a distraction but now we know what we want to do um we so they mentioned that they they call they cold call hundreds of new yorkers to find out where they were when princess diana died <laughs> it's like the only question that they have um but they realize that maybe like what Sarah and Ira were trying to say is like, dig deeper, like dig deeper into the story of princess Diana. Yeah. Right. So they're going to do that by talking to experts. And the first expert that they get on the call or get on the phone is John Oliver. So John, sure. John Oliver. um, (laughs) Sure. So a couple disclaimers, George opens with a couple disclaimers on John Oliver. He says, I was carrying a gun throughout the interview. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Gil was like Gil said I never knew what brandishing meant until I saw you with your weapon and he was like so he was just brandishing his weapon just like the gun was just peeking out of his pocket when they were having this interview and he also says I should warn you that he still speaks in an English accent even though there's no excuse for that because they have heard how we talk <laughs> um, so they ask where were you when Princess Diana died and he was like, listen, like, I don't want to go through this again. And he kind of quiets down and <laughs> Gil leans into George and is like, I think he killed her. I think J.O. <laughs> killed P.D. And he's like, John Oliver cuts back in and was like, no, I was at the Edinburgh Festival. And he starts getting in. Today's show is brought to you by Amazon Ditcom. <laughs> Amazon <laughs> for Amazon, which was just great. Um, so they get John starts talking about like the grief that Britain felt. Uh, he doesn't remember what he was doing, but he assumes he watched it on TV somewhere. And they ask, what was Diana? Like, what was it about Diana that captured the imagination, you know, of the country and John Oliver's like the yeah. glamour, um, you know, the departure from the rest of the Royal family and having a Royal family. It's like a very silly incident. Today's show is sponsored by Babe Ruth, <laughs> baby. <laughs> so just a sponsorship uh, for Babe Ruth. Well, obviously great. Yeah, quick aside about the Royal family generally. Uh, I noticed at your birthday party up in Sacramento, a lot of your friends. Oh, yeah. They follow the royal family very closely. Oh, totally. Shout out, Caitlin. You're probably talking about Caitlin. Caitlin's very deep in the Meghan Markle. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on right now with Meghan Markle. And this is crazy. I don't think we've ever done like the world has never seen anything like this where like a prince has take like. What is it called from the throne? He's removed himself from the throne. Abdicated. Abdicated. He's abdicated the throne. They're like, move back to Canada slash the US. There's a lot. I mean, I don't totally follow it. Although a number of podcasts that I listen to, um, including Jam Session, they always talk about it. But I I don't listen to all those episodes always. But no, it's like hot, hot gossip, hot stuff going on. Yeah, I, I it comes as no surprise that I have no idea. No idea who like anybody is. I understand like. The basics of the Markle scandal, but 
I didn't really know that many Americans cared. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm. But I'm. I guess I have maybe a little bit of extra interest. I mean, I say extra interest, although then I'm saying I haven't really listened to much news on it. But I, I'm interested in Megan because we were married on the same day. We have the same anniversary, so I'm rooting for her. You know. Oh really? I feel like you'd be like that bitch. Oh God, no! The she should have known. The more the merrier. Everybody can have <laughs> May. Okay, I'll also get married. May nineteenth. God, um, is that? Yeah, May 19th. That's for <laughs> okay, sure my you're, anniversary. You're way, too recent, you're way too recently married to be forgetting your anniversary. I know. It's because I got engaged on May 20th, married May 19th, but in the year 2018. So it's like the 18, 19s, 20s. I can never get those combination 18, of 19, dates. 20. Right. Sometimes I think it was the year 19 on the day 18. It's just, it's a lot. Anyways. It's like uh, my, my poor uh, ex-boyfriend, shout out Adam, who our anniversary is like disgusting as this is to me our anniversary was valentine's day just because it ended up being we had like dated for about a month yeah and so i like decided to like get together on valentine's day and when my birthday is february 12th yes so come our like one year anniversary it was my birthday our one year anniversary and valentine's day that's a lot that's a lot and he called it he called it the anna birthentine <laughs> and he like printed two of my favorite photos like it's a giant canvas prints that i loved and he bought us tickets to the book of mormon and in return i got him a custom-made cell phone case oh boy with a picture on it because i am a horrible boyfriend no gift giving is not your love language your quality time guy is yeah i really am you really are um Anyway, we should probably get back to the podcast. No, no, that was no. a nice aside. That was but... a delicious aside. I mean, a tasty, tasty aside. That is pretty, I mean, that's pretty much it in terms of like the format of the show. So they interview yeah. John Oliver. He can never get a word in without them doing uh <laughs> today's show sponsored to you by plastic straws. <laughs> Let's be honest about these paper straws. They're no good. So, <laughs> which I'm not kidding. Every time just really makes me laugh. And you can tell they're like, kind of trying to put together a narrative um but they just don't care enough like they just keep getting distracted um i listened to the top of episode three they're back on the phone with ira glass and trying to like prove that like listen we took your advice like you wanted to know uh like you wanted to make this story personal you wanted us to like share what motivates us and they're like what motivates us is like we love names and celebrity pulls. So we went out there and we got one. And so I think they're just going to regularly, like I know Pete Davidson is a guest on one episode from Saturday night live. Like undoubtedly has zero connection and zero understanding of the princess Diana situation, but they're going to use him as an expert in some way. And I'm very excited about that episode. Um, it's just, it's, I love, I love whenever like, heavy haters of the podcasting world show up in other podcasts basically exactly. as like caricatures of themselves exactly like like they're so famous in the podcasting world like uh i think it was i want to say it was 99 percent invisible on or no 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 it was um reply all they had an episode where they were trying to solve this guy's problem where like certain podcasts wouldn't play in his car and so they had to do a test so they created like a test podcast and it, it was called like 99 percent parenthetical <laughs> Was a fake podcast, <laughs> right, right, and it's right. Sarah Koenig. But it's Sarah Koenig telling a story where she's like, "I went for a walk. Well, it was kind of a walk, 
And then I saw, well, I didn't really see it, but it's just like her basically talking in ex- excessive parentheticals constantly. Yeah, 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 and it yeah, was yeah. so funny. That's so and it was good. just like, oh, yeah, of course they got like Sarah Koenig to go like. Totally. She is so synonymous with podcasting. Exactly. Like the fact that they had Ira and and Sarah and that throughout the whole show, like the music is the dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. Like the music from Serial. I'm hearing yeah. it in my head. I don't think what I did really communicated what it actually sounds like, but I hear it. It's like just those chimes, like the beats. Yeah. And it's like, it feels so weighty, but then it's the two of them just like <laughs> bumbling through this. Uh, and their accents are so funny. The things that they, their one liners are so, so funny. Uh, and it was, it was really, it was a really great time. So each episode was only like 15 to 25 minutes from oh, looking okay. ahead. Super they were easy. all pretty short. And I think there's only going to be an eight. It's only going to be eight episodes. I think maybe six are out now. So highly recommend if you just want something like totally pa- passive listening, like throw it on. You're going to get a chuckle. You do not need to connect any plot points because they're certainly not connecting any plot points. But I would recommend. Yeah, and like right now we, we all need fun, light podcast exactly you know everyone needs a break from like heavy news exactly this is it and i would recommend watching at least some of the netflix special like i said i wish i had watched it before although listening to this absolutely inspired me to watch and it was it's really really funny um but it's like it's it totally hinges on you thinking like liking these characters or finding these characters funny like if it's not your type of humor you're gonna be in and out it's not gonna be for you but they i was just i was really giggling Nick Kroll is like kind of hit or miss for me. I don't always love Nick Kroll. Sometimes he's a little obnoxious totally. for me, but mostly I like him. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I love Big Mouth and I like most pretty much everything I've seen him in. I've really liked like the douche on Parks and Rec. I liked, right. I liked him on the league. I watched the league, um, but this is just it's I mean, it's just the funniest character. It's the most random it's so it's so rare, like the too much tuna talk show in this Broadway show. I, I, it just it's so funny, and I highly recommend it. So this is oh hello, which is that's like how they start everything is oh hello the podcast. And I know I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. familiar enough that oh hello thing. I, yeah. I recognize that. Like even on the um, on the stage, like in the Broadway show, if they pass by one another, one would go oh hello, and the other one would oh hello back. <laughs> <laughs> it was just well, great. thank you for such a, a lengthy like built setup so that i could appreciate the show i do appreciate you doing a long setup that's all right way back. i mean most people a lot of listeners might not be familiar so i'm glad i yeah, did it so uh, me too um, should we take a quick break and I'm, then i'll have a little extra or do you got no, something I'm, else i'm exhausted i'm exhausted from my failed <laughs> attempts at a 70 year old Jewish man's accent. So let me go I get know. some I water. I was pretty impressed. Oh, I was pretty you. impressed with thank that. Thank you. All right. Maybe but I'll go. Gla- we'll take a break. I'll go get a glass of water. <laughs> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kelsey, are we back? Oh my God, we're back. We are back you know that we love nothing more than being back it's our favorite Um, thing and you've got an extra (laughs) i've got an extra and it's like um before we started calling them extras you know we we used to do like uh like your favorite single line or like your favorite thing you learned this week from a podcast right i love like a throwback to that Uh, to vintage sit up bring back the bits love those bits so i love those bits um i actually have both i have a favorite line and a favorite fact incredible that came from the same podcast. Um, I was listening to Anthropocene Reviewed, which I covered like five episodes ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's talking about, it's an episode that's about Monopoly and the academic decathlon. Oh, great. Naturally. Right. Like those are the, those are the two things that he is covering in this yeah, yeah. episode. And um, I learned that Monopoly is based on Atlantic City. Oh, my God. Is that like common knowledge? I don't know if it's common knowledge, but it's also not a shock at all. You know? Yeah. I just had no idea that it was based on anything real. But like it is a sort of like version of Atlantic City. But I mean, there's different. But there's. uh, But all the different properties are different places. All the properties are, you know, New Orleans. There isn't there. There's New Orleans, right? Isn't that one of the the purple Uh, one? mm, Baltic Avenue. Is that New Orleans? Baltic, Baltic and New Orleans? No? Yes? No? Well, are those avenues? Are those just the names of streets? Yeah. Well, there's Baltic. Let me look up a Monopoly board. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. So I don't sound so insane. <laughs> I mean, I haven't played Monopoly in such a long time. Well, I guess I played with you um, and shout out the Beaumont, Brun- Beaumont Bunch. Yeah, the we best. We played Monopoly like two and a half years ago. Uh, we, I was in a kick where i was playing a lot of um a lot of monopoly no new orleans i made up entirely it's baltic avenue and mediterranean avenue oriental yeah, I think Vermont, this might just be... Con- connecticut avenue no i mean but there's different there are, think... these are all just streets that's what they sound like but oh my there's like i mean God. famously famously the boardwalk and all that stuff okay no, what this are you, is, oh my God-ing. no this is just oh my god I don't know why. I always saw Park Place, the blue, like there's Boardwalk and Park Place. I don't know why Park Place. I was like, oh, that's got to be New York City. So that's New York. So the blue ones were always like high rolling, like New York City. Zero, zero. That, that is not true at all. No idea where I got that idea from, but I was for sure that that was like New York. And then the, I think I just took the name, like Virginia Avenue and just assumed like, okay, that's Virginia. Like the state. Yeah, no. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Continue. <laughs> um, I mean, that was like my fun fact that Monopoly is based on a real place yep. in Atlantic City. And then he later, when he's talking about um, the academic decathlon that he was in, mm-hmm. I didn't know that in Academico, as they call it for short, that there are like tiers to the team. So you it based on GPAs. So you have like 
uh, every team has like two students who have above a 3.6, two students who have like above a 3.2, uh-huh. and two students that are below a 3.0. Oh, wow. No, I did and, not know that. And so your team has to have all of these people. And then those teams, those like people will square off against each other in the competition. And do do they ask and, like easier questions to the people with lower GPAs? I, I don't. I don't know. That seems I, like, I, like very. <laughs> that's really interesting. I feel like it could get problematic. Like we get. The I know because you're saying like, like you got to have smart kids. You got to have dumb kids. You got to like, have dumb kids. And then we'll ask like, you know, what? I don't know. Easy questions to the, the kids that have like 2.5 GPAs. Yeah. So if any of our listeners have done Akadeco and you want to fill us in on some more details of the experience, that would be great. That would be great. My favorite line is John Ho saying. I was the Michael Phelps of C students. <laughs> the best of the best of the C students. <laughs> and so he was really good uh, at Akadeco in the... He was really good below at being 2.0, average. <laughs> below the 3.0 um, uh, uh, tier he was like great at. And he said it was funny because... Akadeko gave him like more confidence, which made him a better student until he was suddenly disqualified from being in the below a 3.0 category. Right. And it like totally turned on him and the system didn't, it, the system failed him. The system, if we know anything, the system <laughs> failed him. Oh my God. That's a li- anyway. That's so interesting. I had no idea. I know. I love it. So yeah, that was my, um, my favorite fact and my favorite line. And that was the episode is called Monopoly and, and uh, academic decathlons. And that was the Anthropocene reviewed. Oh, my God. I love this so much. I love that you, you know, it was a throwback, which was so exciting. Yeah. Love a throwback bit, man. Good stuff. I mean, wait till we we've kind of let tops and tails die. And I think that that's OK. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's going to find a way back in. To the immense relief of all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> It'll find its way back in for sure. For sure. Um, all right. Well, I think that does it this week. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, should I tell them where they can find us online? Please tell them. Okay, so you guys can find us on Instagram at sit up and listen. That's S I H T I P and listen. And also by email at sit up at strahamedia.com. As that email handle would let you know, we are a production of Straw Hut Media, produced by Ryan Tillotson and edited by the OG Spice Girl, Sebastian Alcala. We will check you out next week. Kelsey is back to waving a screwdriver around in her hand while she talks. And I <laughs> absolutely love that. We, oh, yeah. uh, if you guys like what we do, leave us a, um, a rating and a review. That's super, super helpful on Apple Podcasts and it helps other people find us. But other than that, we will uh I don't want to brag, but we are in double digits of reviews. Double digits, baby. Do we have new reviews? Because I haven't looked at a very I long time. I think we've been hovering around the like 40 <laughs> five-star reviews for a while. I want to get to 45 even. That would be exciting. That would be very exciting. So right. help us get to that that amazing 45. <laughs> what everybody dreams We're of. Striving 45 for. reviews. <laughs> Okay, so for the third time, I think we're going to sign off and say that we will see you next week. See you next week. (laughs) 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.